Welcome to the Breakthrough Life the Battlefield podcast series, presented by the Managing Director of Insight Intelligence Group, ex-military and diplomatic security intelligence services specialist, and now best-selling author, Mario Beckish, ambassador and activist for humanity. Ultimately, Life the Battlefield talks about the most important concerns we all have, how to have hope, to cope, how to survive and thrive in 2022 and beyond and invites you to join the conversation. And welcome back to the studio. My name is Mario Beckes, and I'd like to say thank you to all of you risk takers who want to change your life on better, your business, your health, lifestyle. My mission, it is to change one life at a time through my experience and experience my guests. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I have one very special guest. A reason why I call this guest today it is that we all can learn our humble beginnings, things we're forgetting. And this gentleman today in the studio, he has the biggest cajonas in the planet. And I'll tell you why. When I met this lovely gentleman a few weeks ago, he approached me and my friend while we had the coffee, and he asked us, what is the sin? What is the fate? Does a God exist? That was a our great friend Leonard Cohen with the song Hallelujah. And today, that's actually marking the topic of our conversation in the studio. And as I say, my mission is to change one life at a time. But today, I'm truly hoping and truly believing that my guest in the studio, Peter, is going to change life of many of you. Peter, welcome to the studio. Thank you, Maria. Peter, for our listeners, who is the Peter? Well, I... I'm a family man. I think that's one of the best ways to describe me. I'm 62 years of age. Um, I work in hospitality. Yes. Uh, I'm married. We've been married. I'm married to my lovely wife, Linda, uh, for 41 years. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, I've got two grown-up daughters. Uh, one of them is married. And, um, yeah, I've, um, I've been very blessed and thankful to God that uh, he uh, came knocking on my door. About 31 years ago, 32 years ago, um, and so I've been, I became a Christian back then. When you say God knocked on your door, right, for the many people who listen to this right now, they will say, who is this guy, how they can knock on a door? And instead of using my example, I mentioned this at the beginning, you impressed me by approaching and, you know, talking about religion, but can you explain to us? How did God talk to you? How do you explain this? How does it appear in your dreams or during your thoughts or something? Mm. Well, <clears throat> I guess it's probably more truthful to say that um, God was knocking on my door all my life, and um, I think he does that with us all. Um, but <clears throat> how it happened for me was that um, we had our, our first daughter. Um, so she was um, barely six months old, and... Uh, we had a minister uh, from the Anglican Church come around uh, for a baptism interview. Yes. And um, at that point, he explained the gospel to me, the gospel message about how uh, Jesus Christ um, is God and came to earth uh, and died on the cross for our sins and that it's only through um, our uh, putting our faith in him, relying on his death and resurrection, that we can become Christians. So that was the message that I got. But it's the Holy Spirit then, uh, yeah. then that it continues on and speaks to you. So, um, <clears throat> so what happened for me was that having heard that message, um, 
for for three weeks because I was rather troubled by this because I guess it's the Holy Spirit saying, you know, this stuff's real. I'm real. Yeah. Um, I believe that, that that's basically what he was saying to me. Yes. And I was thinking each day, what do I do about this message, about this faith, you know? Um, and um, so I would shoot off a little prayer, what they used, what they call an arrow prayer, shoot off a little prayer saying, God, if you're real, um, help me to know what to do about this faith business. So it was after about three weeks of, of just doing this because it was on my mind and there, there again, there's the Holy Spirit being on my mind. And so this time at the end of about three weeks, um, there was an answer. There's the God of the universe saying to me, well, what is, uh, what is stopping you from putting your faith in me? And this was, this struck me as very real. This was like from outside. This wasn't from my own imaginations. And, um, at that point I, well, I, I, I did answer, well, I guess there's nothing what had been holding me back is, is, you know, what are my friends going to think? Um, if I become a Christian, because it wasn't, I didn't think it was very cool to become a, to be a Christian. It wasn't be cool. Not cool. It wasn't <laughs> cool. You know, what just didn't fit with, yeah. with what really, what people wanted to get on with life and friends do what friends do. And really a lot of the time Christianity doesn't come into it. But, um, so I, so I, but, but here I was being confronted by the God of the universe and how could I then say, oh, because I'm worried about what my friends think. And so I thought, this is ridiculous. So I thought, well, there's nothing stopping me from putting my faith in you. That was my question back to God. And he said, well, why don't you put your faith in me then? And at that point I said, well, yes, I will. I will believe. I'll put my faith in you. And I had the most wonderful feeling of, um, uh, of elation. Um, it was, um, yeah, at that point, coming to, coming to faith right there and then in the car. Um, and, and that was, so that's the work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He does speak to us. I didn't study Bible and, you know, I need to share something with you. I was an altar boy and the only reason why I was an altar boy, I was at age of seven and uh, me and my friends uh, were stealing something from the shops. So the cops are chasing us and, you know, we run into the church, right? <laughs> because, and the communism church was sort of like a holy place, you know, I mean, police, for, if enter, they will arrest everybody because church was sort of forbidden, right? Anyway, there was a lovely nun and she says like, come on, my beauty boy, I was so chubby like today. And I said like, oh, I don't want to go inside. She said, but come inside. These are some cookies. It's like cookies, you know, like, went inside and there was like all these Egg-raised students, you know, I mean, watching the some movie about Jesus, and I'm like, God, this is good. And then the priest comes, says to me, "Why don't you come, you know, the, uh, you know, Sunday mass?" And then I become the, you know, altar boy. Later on, I learned that altar boys is usually the worst guys ever. You know, I mean, but something was in the church, in a priest. I was always not just obedient, but I was so different, right? And now when I hear what you're saying, Peter. I just, I just tell you something. I met many men in my life, and I've been in several wars. And I can talk about courage or bravery, whatever it is. But what you shared is with us today, it deserves the medal because it's not easy to come on a public radio, sorry, apologies, community radio, and share that story. And for that one, I, you know, I truly admiring you. And for all of you who doubting God exists or not exist. I've been waiting to listen to this conversation with Peter today after 6.30 p.m. on the website alive905.com.au. Perhaps sometimes you need to be very quiet 
to hear the answers from the universe. Faith in life, faith in God. And what is the faith for, for you? May I ask you all of your question? Can you answer to yourself, what is the faith? I truly believe that faith has been tested so many times in, in one day. And there is a plenty of public speakers, plenty of gurus, plenty of life and business coaches, leaders talking about faith. But what is a true faith? I'm going to ask my guest, Peter. Peter, would you mind to share with our listeners what is the faith and how we recognize the faith for ourselves? Please. Um, well, the Bible talks a lot about faith. Um, and it succinctly uh, uh, defines it in Hebrews uh, 11.1 where it says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Um, now, I've found in my time of being a, a Christian that when I am um, struggling with the worries of life, uh, I find it immensely helpful if I uh, go to the Lord in prayer um, and if I exercise my faith but tr by trusting that God is going to, going to look after me, that he's got my back. Um, so faith works a little bit like this, that um, you, it's a choice. It's a choice, firstly, to, to go to the Lord in prayer. Uh, and it is a choice, then, to have faith, to believe that uh, God is, is going to look after us, that he's got our back. And uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's a bit of a mystical thing, I find, that when we make that choice, God follows up by giving us faith right on the heels of us making that choice. So... Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a choice to believe. It's a choice to um, put your faith in God, and 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 it's and it's about we exercise our faith through prayer and believing, um, and uh, <clears throat> it's it's like that for people when they come to put their faith in Jesus for the first time. Yes, um, when they choose to believe, choose to believe that God, yes, you're real, um, and uh, that you did make that you made us that you died on the cross for us and when when we make that choice the holy spirit then comes right on the heels of that choice with give, with filling us full of faith um and so <clears throat> um yeah it's what so what i find is that uh i get great strength and uh by um exercising my faith yeah. um uh, to face the hassles the obstacles the problems of life can I ask you on that, on that question? You know, I spoke about faith. Let's go talk about pray. And um, I say something from my personal experience that in life I had a habit to pray vigorously, like, you know, like, a, like a frantically when the things didn't go well, right? When everything's go good, you know, it's a pinky and rosy and life is great, you know, like you're healthy. And, but there's a time in life when the life is just hits you like an like a express train. And then everything goes, you know, sideways. People opting to pray to the God, not just praying, you know, to something, but praying to the God, asking for the good things to come back to them, to burdens go off the, their shoulders and everything else. You know, business people as well. You know, like <laughs> I'm in a business and I can hear this. The question I do have for you, what is the pray and what is the power in pray? 
Mm-hmm. Is a power in the prey just to pray when everything's go bad, or is a power in the prey when I wake up in the morning instead of standing from my son Nutella to say, "Dear Lord, thank you," and, and all these things? Mm. Do you mind to share this with us? Well, <clears throat> um, the thing is, Christianity yes is about a relationship. It's a relationship with Jesus Christ, with our Lord, um, and so in that relationship, if you think along the lines of if you had a fr- you had of a friend. Mm. Um, if you only speak to that friend because he can do something for you, you only speak to him when he um, when you need help from him. Um, that sort of friendship is um, is is gonna you know he's how is he going to feel about that that sort of friendship? So you know when things are going good for us, we should also be um, you, making use of, of that friendship. We should be thanking God for the mm. good times. Um, but uh, certainly God does say to us, he says to us, you know, to, co- to pray to him, to talk to him. And, um, and you know, there's the, this is where our faith kicks in is when we realize, when we truly believe that he is the God of the universe, that he created us, that he created the world, then this is the guy who's on your side. And so when you pray to him, you're praying to the greatest power that ever lived. And, um, and so you can have faith that he will look after you. So, um, you know, when there's things that are really troubling you, um, you know, he, he has the power. You, you can have faith that things will be okay. So, it's, so prayer is, um, is, for a Christian, becomes, should become a daily thing. It becomes um, people... That's so interesting what you're saying now because this is going to be my next question. Mm. And I'd like to say thank you, Peter. Thank you for your... Op, being open, honest, genuine kind of person talking to all of us, you know, because I believe that we're losing the faith, you know, we're losing the um, the belief that, you know, that God exists and, you know, some supreme being or whatever you want to call this. Um, and society start branding and labeling uh, faith into different ways. But to all listeners, you listen live to Butterfield and a life, it is the Butterfield. And on this life, which we have only one, we need to learn quickly what is good, what is bad, and how to live this life more prosperous, more abundant. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's a money, it's a, it's a wealth and dimes and golds. It's how to enjoy the life and how to make this life better for the people next to you as well. How to live this place better when we found... And I'm truly privileged today to have a guest in studio, Peter, who shared with us the eternal question, does a God exist? And he answered his way how this happened to him. So I'm advising everybody, just take a time, go into some type of silence and ask God, universe, whatever you want to call, what is your part, what to do? Secondly, Peter explained what the faith it is, how the faith works. And I guarantee you, me, Mario Beckers, I saw many people in my life who were the very brave, very courageous men in the world. And then when there come the moment of the facing our creator, we all becoming very little and very much afraid. So how the fear and faith works together. So let's ask our guest, Peter. We're going to face fears in our life, many, many ways, different shape and forms. Do you mind to share with our listeners what would you suggest if we're facing the fear how do you overcome these obstacles 
Right, well, Christians overcome fear first and foremost by going to the Bible and seeing seeing what the Lord says about yes. fear and what he promises us. So just very quickly, um, just a couple of verses I wanted to mention. Feel free. <clears throat> Psalm 23.4 says that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And Psalm 118.6 says that the Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? And in Hebrews 13.5 and 6, <clears throat> it says, uh, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content. <clears throat> Pardon me. That's okay. Content with what you have, because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. So um, <clears throat> that's what the Christian does, and um, he, he goes to the Bible and um, sees what, what God is, is saying, and it's and it and it again it comes down to exercising your faith. So um, I, I, I think about this that perhaps the greatest fear a person may have is the fear of death and and what's in store for them if they're not right with God. Yes, but right. uh, Jesus um, gives a, gives Christians the greatest blessing that they can have, and that is the assurance of salvation. Um, to know when you die you'll be resurrected to live for eternity in the presence of the Lord is is phenomenal. And that is that is something that God gives us, um, the assurance of salvation. Um, this life is, is just fleeting compared with our life to come in eternity. And um, so as the Christian, um, so for a Christian, the Lord promises to watch over us, not to leave us nor forsake us. And he has our back. And we can rely on his promises. Um, he does not lie. Um, we just need to apply our faith and keep trying to live and act the way that Jesus would have us do, knowing that we have assurance and salvation. And, you know, as scary as it may seem, if we lose our money or our loved ones or even our lives, we can still have God. On that topic, thank you so much, Peter. You okay? Yeah. I just love to see you. Like, like uh, that energy comes out of the Peter, right? I'll, the listeners like to see this one. <laughs> Now, when things doesn't go right, when things are sour, go south. And let me be very clear. I was the one who was pointing finger always in direction of everybody else, but particularly God. Why we are picking up when things are no good, we, we blame the God or the universe or something. Why are we doing this? Why we don't say... Simply, it's my fault, right? It's, it's, it's me who caused these things. Why I am always pointing finger, and I said this, Mario Beckes, not to our listeners, I was blaming God for everything bad happened to me. Instead of the f sit and think how this happened, what I learned from this lesson, instead of this, it's like, God, this is all your fault, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Can you share something about this one? Well, it's... Um You know, I, I guess we reap what we sow. And um, okay. you, you, you said it uh, then that, um, you know, we might tend to blame God sometimes rather than thinking about, well, you know, well, I actually did this. And, and so I don't, um, don't want to sound glib about it, but, but yeah, it's, we do need to actually take that step uh, of, of thinking, well, you know, I have, um, I have been possibly the one who's brought this about and um, you know when I was talking about prayer earlier I, yes. I, I probably um, 
didn't include the fact that sometimes, you know, God has different plans for us. He might, sometimes we might be praying for something and in fact it's uh, God has a, got a better idea. And so we might think, oh God, what have you done? You haven't given us the thing that we, we prayed for. But in fact, you know, God God has got something better for us perhaps. And, th- and that's the thing, um, you know, when that job, we didn't get that job we've been praying for or whatever, and all of a sudden we haven't got it, well, we might want, want to blame God. Well, you know what? That might, job might have been a bad idea in the first place. So, you know, it's, again, that's, it's a, pay, a case of trust and, uh, yeah, putting it... Putting I, I, just, I just, just love it. I just love it. I'm going to take it now, the breather space, okay? Because, like, you know, I, I squash you with a couple of questions simultaneously. Ladies and gentlemen, feel free to come tonight on website alive905.com.au. That's going to be interview with Peter. And trust me, it will change your life on better. I don't guarantee you you'll not ask more questions, but certainly it's going to make you think. And welcome back to the studio. Listening alive, ninety point five, live the battlefield with Mario Beckers. And today we talk about God. Does God exist? Why are we blaming the God when everything's wrong? Why are we calling God the name when we need something? And how grateful we are for the life we are living right now. Those answers today answer a good friend of mine, and truly somebody really looking high, Peter. And you can come tonight to the website alive905.com.au. Or you can come on the Facebook, uh, Life the Butterfly with Mario, Spotify, and other platforms. That's going to be the, this awesome interview with the Peter. Peter, before we took the break, and one of the last questions I do have for you, the recent consensus been made in Australia. They say that Christianity and believing in God, it's in a like a steep dive, literally. The people less go in church, become less Christian even less believing in God. And instead of this, the society labeling different um, importances in our lives, right? Money, the wealth, and everything else. But less the believing in God and um, the faith in ourselves. Would you mind to share with our listeners why is this happening, Peter? Well, I think there's a few reasons. Um, <clears throat> firstly, um, a lot of people have the, this belief, whether it's through when they were children, um, what they were taught back in the in those days about um, God. And, and so a lot of people have a view of what they learned back then that they think that, um, that uh, the Bible is all about uh, obeying a set of rules. Um, and so they, they shy away from that. They don't want to just... Um, be involved, you know, have have to just follow a set of rules. Yes. Um, and the thing is, it's not about that. Um, you know, Christianity is about a relationship um, with Jesus Christ. Um, and so, yes, it's they they don't know that. And so, one of the things that I like the messages I like to get out there is 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 that it is about a relationship. Now, also. Um, also, we are all sinners. We've all sinned. Uh, we've all done things, and, and we every day we do things that uh, is not what God would have us do. Um, so sin is um, being rebellious to God and uh, choosing to go our own way and not God's way. Now, <clears throat> when because um, because we all do that, um, a lot of people, therefore, they don't want to be faced with the things they've done wrong. So... If you were to, if you shy away from God, you're not having having to be confronted with the sin, with your sin. Yes. Um, and so, 
the, the thing is we are all sinners and the tragic thing is that if you just go through all of life um, and uh, not having that sin dealt with, then then there is no hope for you. Um, and, and unfortunately, and I've got, I'm going to say it plainly, that hell awaits um, you if you don't do so anyth- can I anything you about yeah. your sin. Can I interrupt you today? So Christmas is coming and everybody goes to give the money to Salvation Army. You think that's the way to repel the sins? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you see this one? Like everybody loves to position themselves, how they're helping the homeless, mm. how they're helping the poor people and everything mm. else. And there's a lot of pictures on social media. Yet that is not yeah. repelling the sin or something like this. So what you're saying, hell is waiting for us. Yeah, I could agree with this one, yes. So yeah. please. So, <clears throat> and you make a good point there. Most people, when you ask them... Um, you ask them this question that um, if if you were to die, God forbid, you were to die tonight and God was to ask you, why should I let you into my heaven? What would you say to God? So the majority of people answer that question by saying, well, um, I think I've been a good person. I've, yes, I've given money to the Salvation Army. I, yeah. I, you know, I've, some people even say, well, I, I, I do go to church. Well, you know what? Um, being a good person um, and maybe going to church, whatever, Going to church doesn't um, make you a Christian. It doesn't deal with your sin problem. We've all got a sin problem. Yes. You know, so good works don't deal with a sin problem. The only way for us to be saved and for our sins to be dealt with is by putting our faith in Jesus Christ. And that is because Jesus is God, came to earth as a man, had no sin, and he died on the cross for us. So it's only by putting our faith in Jesus that we can be saved. Um, you know, he will take our sin on his shoulders um, if we seek forgiveness for uh, forgiveness from him and um, and and put our faith Thank in you, him. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. Reason I ask you all these questions because in the world we're in right now, we have the war in Ukraine, and uh, two after two years of the lockdown, people are changed. Everything is changed. Everything shifting life right and center. So you're like a Switzerland now today in this show, right? You're representing neutrality and people to choose what they wanted to choose and you know I believe that sooner or later we're going to choose things we never wanted to have in our life you know the faith and the beliefs and whatever it is till the right moment doesn't come and I'm very grateful for the moment you spent today with us in studio Peter and your lovely wife Linda on the other side she's very quiet she's very passionate <laughs> she's, she was a uh, you know true gem today and before we wind up Peter uh uh, our show today would you mind and I ask you if you don't mind to give a short prayer for the, everybody across the globe to be happy and peaceful and full with love so please Peter if you can share with, uh, your prayer today before we end up okay thank you Mario thanks for the opportunity you've given me today to talk to everybody here yes. um, in Radio Land so well Lord uh, I, play, I pray uh, Heavenly Father Lord, I pray for everybody who is listening out there today and, I, and everybody who listens to uh, the podcast. Lord, I pray that uh, you would just give them a clear sense of your, the reality of you. Lord, we pray your Holy Spirit would so impact um, the hearts and minds of everyone listening that they, that they can see and can, they can know that you are real. That was my phone, ladies and gentlemen. Apologies. Peter's going to come back in a sec with his prayer. 
So, Lord, yeah, we, we just pray that, uh, <clears throat> that they know that you are real. Um, we pray that you would bless everybody um, here today, um, here listening to the, um, to the radio and the, the podcast. Um, we pray, Lord, that you would uh, bless them um, if, they are, if there is anyone who is ailing, uh, who is sick. Lord, we pray that you would heal them. We pray that you would touch their hearts uh, and so that, so that they know, therefore, that you are, are real. Um, and, uh, and Lord, that they would then come to have a uh, knowledge of you and come to their own relationship with you. Um, help them to know that it's not about uh, following a set of rules, but in fact, it's about a relationship and that uh, you would uh, be in touch with them, that they would um, seek to have relationship with you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'd like to say thank you to all listeners to Online 90.5 Life to Butterfield. And as I say, always an opening of my radio show and podcast, my mission it is to change one life at a time on better through my experience and experiences of my guests. Today we spoke about God. Does a God exist? What is the faith and how faith influencing our life? How grateful we are. I'd like to share something with you I heard recently from the lovely lady Louise Hay. God bless her soul. She said, one most important thing we take for granted, we don't even say thank you. It's our breath. If we don't breathe for three minutes, we'll not be here. And sometimes we forget the smallest things given to us by birth. We don't even acknowledge. Instead of this, we acknowledging the things around us, which is a fleshy, nice, beautiful. And as Peter says before, he found the answers by being silent and his praise has been answered. I'd like to say thank you, Peter. Thank you, uh, Linda, for being my guest today in studio. Ladies and gentlemen, till next Wednesday, wishing you all the best. This has been another episode of Life the Battlefield with Mario Beckish. Please like and subscribe and remember to catch all of the Life the Battlefield podcast episodes on YouTube and at mariobeckish.com.au. Don't forget to leave a comment for Mario. And if there is someone you know who could benefit from the experience and insight in this episode, share it with them.